Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Zach Giglio on the line. Zach, how are you? Very good, Michael. How are you? I am awesome. Really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, and we're going to talk about AI, which is a really, really cool thing that I've been using for several months now. And, you know, I've probably been using AI much longer than that. We didn't really necessarily call it that per se, but just the stuff that we're seeing day after day, new innovations and to make our lives easier and more efficient is important. So Zach, why don't you introduce you and then we'll dive into this conversation. Yeah, thanks. So uh, really appreciate it. Love your show. Glad to be back on it. Uh, we had a great conversation last time and um, I'm excited about diving into some of the things um, about AI that you and I were talking about that I really think is going to be practical. You know, one of the things that we try to do is take this discussion of AI from the theoretical and the hypothetical and bring it down to a uh, a level that we can actually use in our business uh, that can really help us. Um, and so we've seen the power of AI in um, really supercharging workflows, marketing, communication, sales. And we also strongly believe in its ability to close the gap between mega corporations and the rest of us, because this technology has only really been around for us in a way that, you know, normal people can use it for a year, right? Like that the generative AI, like that's been about a year. But, you know, as you mentioned, um, this stuff has been around for 10 years, 15 years that we've been like kind of the recipients of, but never actually the users of. And so um, we we believe in that power We and we're helping organizations now leverage AI inside their operations and their workflows so they can really punch above their weight and do a lot more with what they already have. So they don't need to be hiring more people. They can, uh, it's a good idea too, but we're kind of building it into their normal processes and workflows. And I love that. I think as we see, especially in certain industries, there is still a challenge to hire people. So for the tasks that can be automated, then you're hiring what I like to call specialist. You know, we think about it in healthcare, for example. It's like, yes, there's primary care physicians and and nurse practitioners and other clinicians that are in a primary care, or uh, one doctor said he's just a glorified first aid person. And it was a doctor that said that. It was tongue in cheek. He, he's, but he definitely is more skilled than just somebody providing first aid. But uh, there's a lot of things that can be automated. Therefore, you have people that are specialists that can only do what they can do, a human can do, because we can't necessarily automate everything yet. Will there be a time that we could? I anticipate, yes. Uh, I'm not afraid of that. I look at that as, okay, what does that do to create opportunities for humanity to do other things? And I think as long as we continue to grow and learn, uh, it's going to make a big difference. And another point, and I definitely want to get back to your, your comment there, is a few moments ago, you mentioned how this AI has kind of been a leveling of the playing field where a small business now using marketing and copywriting and just all kinds of different things 
it's it's in a way like adding a whole team of people to an organization where it could be two or three people. Now all of a sudden you use this technology. It's as if you're running a 20 or 30 or 40 person operation or even larger. And that is a game changer for small business, which we know is, is the backbone of this country. Yeah. That's, I, I couldn't agree with what you said more. That's absolutely right. And and it's something that we've seen just by like our experience and how we're using and helping clients kind of implement this. But Harvard Business School partnered with the Boston Consulting Group. I think it was the end of September. They released a study that actually proves that notion. So they, they, they surveyed basically, or they used 780 something professionals and they implemented or had them use AI into their workflow and then judged how much that imp- helped them or not. And what they found was the professionals that included AI into their workflow could do 12% more tasks, 25% faster, and improve their quality of work by 40%. But the level of the playing field part, I believe, is proven where they measured the benefits uh, that AI had with what they considered below average employees and above average employees. So they saw that below average employees benefited at a rate of 43%. So they improved their work by 43%, which is another person basically, right? People who were above average still got uh, an improvement, but it was 17%. And so what that tells you is that is closing the gap between those who are overperforming and those who are underperforming. Now, if you extrapolate extrapolate that idea to an organizational level, think about the small businesses like us who are, you know, under resourced, we have smaller budgets, we have smaller people, we have a harder time hiring people, you know, we have harder, you know, limited resources at our fingertips. Well, we have more of a benefit of implementing AI than those mega corporations who kind of have those, you know, big budgets and big companies anyway. They'll still benefit, but not as much as we are. And so it really is this opportunity for us to get this into the hands of people, make them feel very comfortable with it, where it's kind of like their co-pilot. To your point though, Michael, it's not a replacement. AI cannot replace human intuition. It cannot replace human experience and expertise. It can magnify it. So, you know, the other thing, you know, if you're automating processes and work flows, it's the same idea. It can't all of a sudden, if you have really bad sales processes, or you have really bad internal communication processes, you can't use AI to make it better, necessarily. What you can do is use AI to amplify it. So if you're, you know, have really, you're struggling with your marketing or sales or whatever, AI is just going to make you struggle more with it. But if you have good sales processes, and you have good ideas and good expertise, then it'll magnify that. And that's where the real benefits come. Yeah, we don't want to magnify bad practice because that just yeah. makes it even worse. Like, oh, wow, this AI sucks. I don't like this. Yeah, well, no, it's you got to start with, you know, the old state you know, or the old saying garbage in, garbage out. It's it's yes. so important to just, you know, utilize it and think about it because, you know, just in, in the couple of months we've had, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, in the back of my mind, okay. And, you know, this is, you know, something you can kind of shed some light on for our audience is when someone's thinking, okay, we're talking about, you know, improving our workflow and automation and all of that. You know, I'm thinking, okay, I need to look at exactly all the things that I do and my team does and where are areas that we could 
amplify by using technology to improve workflow to reduce a lot of the manual effort especially with you know small teams in particular uh it's just you know what are some things that we can do to start to analyze okay what can we automate what should we be looking at to automate so i'd love to hear your thoughts on that yeah and it's a great point and just to your point about like you know, having the luxury of stepping back and actually doing that analysis of where can AI be implemented to augment and support your operations. That's hard to do because if, you know, if you're a small business, it's not like people are sitting around waiting for work. Everybody's working a lot and doing multiple jobs and wearing multiple hats. So the ability to kind of step back and say, all right, everybody stop working and let's do this analysis is actually really difficult. And that's kind of where we come in. We spend a lot of time refining the ideas and learning these models and these, and these programs and stuff like that. And, and basically what we do is we try to learn really deeply about an organization, not just like, are you good at AI or not, but like, what are your processes? What are your goals? Where could you be spending more time where you get more ROI? What tasks can we kind of automate or not fully, but at least partially automate so that you can get that out the door and really focus your time on stuff that matters. Once we do that, then we're able to get the AI and train it really off the shelf models train it, like you were talking about, we can feed it data, we can, we can like really um, break that data down so that we can access it whenever we need it. Because the problem with AI is not that it doesn't know enough, it's that it knows too much. So that when we ask it to do a specific task, it's now trying to summon all of the knowledge that it knows to do something very simple that's very specific. And that is actually a challenge. And so when we're able to train these models on really specific information, it can get more specific and better outputs. And so it can do and help with things, you know, like we were talking about from content. So of course, it can really help you scale your content, long form content, take that long form content and break it up into social media, multi-channel marketing, email, newsletter, all of that stuff. Um, but it can also really help with personalizations. And so th the challenge that we're all going to have, and that I think we're already having, is that, like I said, like, you know, you might not have the best marketing or sales processes, but you can use AI to do a lot more of it. And so what that means is we're going to get barraged with even more and more content and more sales pitches and more than we even are now. And I mean, think about in three to six months, it's going to be so much noise, it's going to be really hard to break through. And what people are really going to want is more of our human connection and how their people engage with them. And you can actually use AI to help you do that at a scale that you never could before. And so what it can help you do is just by prompting it the right way, including links to people's LinkedIn profiles and things like that, you can take something that you want to educate somebody on. It could be a product or a service, it could be a business, it could be an issue if you're doing advocacy, it could be a workshop that you're hosting or your awesome podcast, something like that. And you can ask the model to do some research about this target, about this person, and make sure you match the benefits or or what we're trying to educate them on exactly with that person, what their values are, what they engage with, what their hopes are, what their goals are. And you can do that now on a massive scale. So one, it could do it. You can do that individually and it'll get done pretty quickly within a matter of seconds. And then you, of course, have to refine it. But with something like copy.ai, you can set up that workflow and then literally upload a list of just LinkedIn profiles and it will do that in mass. So it will, it will go and start doing this work so that you are not 
contacting somebody and they feel like they're just some part of some splash campaign you're contacting somebody and they feel like oh you're actually talking to me you've taken the time to try to understand what my goals are who i am what my values are and tell me why this thing would be a benefit or of interest to me and and that's another real interesting thing i mean they could also like really dive deep into data and produce qualitative reports so for like somebody who's running like marketing campaigns or ad campaigns, you know, you got to be able to tell your client what's working, what's not working, but do it in a way that's really easy to understand, particularly if you're doing it like on a weekly basis. Well, you can automate that too in the model. Um, you can automate yourself. You can right now, you know, you, you know, you can have a note taker on a Zoom call and you can connect it with your Salesforce. So it can, it could download the transcript, then automatically put it into uh, copy AI, which will then create a summary and a follow-up email, shoot it over into your Salesforce, and all you've had to do is have a call. You haven't had to do any of that other stuff. And so you can really automate a lot of the um, customer experience, interaction, sales, and marketing with this stuff. It's it's incredible. Yeah, I love that. And it's, you know, I noticed just, you know, connecting with zoom it's like oh there's new buttons it's like okay where'd they move the record button but it, they're, they're constantly yeah. innovating and you know i've got that combined right now with fathom and you know it's uh, a shameless plug I, I i don't think i have an affiliate code if I, i'll look if i do i'll put it in the show notes but anyway you know it, what it does is it gives an option to email the other party a copy of the video transcripts all that kind of stuff which is really cool it's like here here's some yeah. notes so what that's done and i you know i love you know that you know copy a does you know the next step where it can you know take it put in some notes put it in your salesforce for follow-up or for you know i'll give a real life example a good buddy of mine um he's um looking he's doing some business expansion and acquiring uh, another business uh which was pretty cool when he started on i'm just gonna start this as a whim now he's you know in acquisition stage i'm like I'm, I'm proud of you, buddy. You know, it's, uh, and he listens to the show too. So he knows who I'm talking about. But, you know, he reached out to me the other day and he said, okay, have you, you know, do you know anybody that's in a particular space? And with 600, almost 50 shows, I'm like, yeah, I've probably talked to somebody. I mean, top of mind, it wasn't there in a moment. So I was like, oh, let me look. And this is something that I could use AI for. And I didn't even think about yeah. this. I could have said, okay, please find a show that I've done that talks about this subject. And it would go, yeah, you, you, you've talked to like 10 different people, you know, here's the list of the shows. And I'm like, okay. So I, you know, I thankfully top of mind, it finally came to me who I talked to, you know, within a few months ago and, and sent them and said, listen to the show. If you think that's a good fit, more than happy to make an intro and so yeah. he'll listen to the show and i'll make the intro it'll help him out and you know it's that's what it's all about it's about helping people and again that's just something where i could have used ai it would have taken seconds i could have given the answer and said here's 10 episodes to listen to you know find the one that resonates and you know and it's just th those types of things it, it it strengthens your crm and a uh, pro tip for anybody use a crm if you're not you know it's it's awesome for follow-ups it's awesome for connections it's awesome to pull up information but now even with you know ai and we know salesforce and all the other players too are going to get involved and it. it's basically i say okay who do i know that does this and they're going to go you yeah. know these people and it's just it, it it's it's such a time saver 
and it's just going to make things flow easier and break down so many silos that we have and bottlenecks and things like that. And I'm, I'm excited about what this is going to do for, for work and for workflow and for just, you know, streamlining all the, you know, administrative kind of stuff and making yeah. it more where we can work on the things and create things that benefit humanity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could have, so Bard now can connect with your email. You could have said, Hey, Bard, you know, I have a friend who is looking to make an acquisition and they're interested in speaking with somebody in this industry. Can you look through any of my emails and my schedule, my, my calendar to see who I've spoken with in this industry on my podcast? And it would have given you a list. Okay, great. Can you put it into a table for my friend? You know, it's just like amazing. And it's, and, and you can still use your, your brain and your expertise and your experience and just have Bard kind of do all the legwork for you. I mean, another thing that just popped up because you mentioned CRM is, you know, if you're a, a small business and you're doing sales, well, like the fact that it can scale your ability to do sales and personalize sales is great. But how about the fact that it can also help you do lead scoring? So you know where to actually spend all of your time. So let's say you download some massive list off of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. You go and you could set up an automated workflow where you're telling it, okay, I consider this this kind of contact to be tier one, this kind of contact to be tier two, this kind of contact to be tier three. I'm going to give you a list, rate everybody by that standard, and anybody for tier one, I want you to create an, uh, a sales email that pitches this, that speaks specifically to their goals, their business, and their industry. And literally by creating that workflow and uploading one list, all of that gets done. And you now know where to spend your time, and it's already gotten you halfway down the road of, of starting to engage with those tier one contacts. I mean, it's it's remarkable. And as you say, you know, you put this into your workflow, and that would have helped you save a little time. Well, if you are knowing where and when this AI can help, that stacks up. You know, like on a daily basis, it's hours we're talking about. Where you know, people like us, we always I think we feel like the days are too short. And every hour we can get back during our day is really incredible. And that's exactly what this does. I I do think it's important to note that there are some limitations, you know, that we need to be careful of. It'll still make mistakes. It'll still, you know, put facts and statistics in there that are wrong and then link to the references that don't exist. You know, that stuff still happens. Um, and that really, I think people maybe see that once and it kind of turns them off. And what we recommend is that you consider AI as a junior employee. And what I mean by that is if you think about a junior employee, and by the way, like I still kind of behave like a junior employee in some ways, but a junior employee is, you know, ambitious, trying to make a name for itself, rushes to finish tasks, which can leave, which can leave it vulnerable to mistakes. Um, it also needs a lot of guidance, lacks maturity and understanding of, of context and of industries and of all this stuff. And very importantly, the more guidance you would give a junior employee, the better the output you actually would get from that junior employee. It's very different to go to a junior employee and say, you know, I want you to write me a blog post about why AI can help businesses scale their marketing. You, you will get something. It might not be exactly what's in your head. Now, if I take the time to say, look, I want you to write a blog post about how AI can help a business scale their marketing. Make sure that you focus on its ability to ideate with you and then follow like a very clear process and tell people of how they go from idea to blog posts and then scaling that in a multi-channel marketing campaign. 
and all this other stuff. I want the audience for this to be small businesses with 50 or you know less employees. I want uh, to be able to use this in a very educational but approachable tone and all that stuff. You'll get a lot better of an output. So if you kind of think about AI as like a junior employee, you'll kind of always remember to check the work, look at the mistakes, you know, refine it, make it better, provide good guidance and back and forth. And we find that that limits a lot of the issues that, that people get with AI. You'll love this story. And it definitely screams that AI is, uh, you know, a junior employee. So I was playing around with it and I said, okay, you know, rewrite, you know, my bio and I have a bachelor's degree in accounting. So I said, okay, you do this, but you know, you know, you know, reword it, you know, make sure it doesn't sound like it was generated from AI, you know, that kind of stuff. So what it did is it changed that I have from a bachelor's in accounting to a single guy in bookkeeping. I laughed for 10 straight minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I am never, if somebody says, yeah, I've got a single guy said bookkeeping and I just rolled. I, you know, just remind me, I haven't even told my brother that he's going to die because he he refers to me as a reformed <laughs> accountant because i don't do that work anymore right. uh, but but that's just a case in point like if you're using it to generate a cover letter or even your resume okay fine look at but read it because it may it, yeah. it may say yes you know i espanol you know you know he says yeah you speak six languages uh no uh, right. i don't right. um and all of a sudden you get the interview and all of a sudden you know then they say hola and they're like um i know like four words of spanish and two right. of them are profanity so how am I going to wing this? Oops. Well, you, you put that out there. So it, it, you got to be, it's one of those things, just like you have, let's say you're the executive and everybody's an executive of their own life, but you have somebody else prepare a presentation for you. So you're in front of a client, a prospect, you're trying to land this deal. And all of a sudden there's something on the slide deck and it's not accurate. Oops. Yep. So proofread uh, and, and look at it. And don't rush through it. No, actually take the time. You're like, well, I don't have time. It's like, you just had this thing put together a slide presentation in you know less than 30 seconds when normally that would take you a couple hours. You, you just found almost two hours of time. You can take the yeah. time to look at it. And it's, it, it, it's, it's a mind shift too, as far as behavior, I would think, because once you start doing this, I think there's probably still this mindset of, okay, now I can do this. But for me, you know, as I'm continuing to play around with this stuff, it's okay, what can I automate? How much can I automate? And it's a, it's a continual observation. It's like, okay, if something comes in, it's like, how can I automate this and streamline? Yeah, you can have autoresponders. And there, there's a perfect example of quote unquote AI being around is just the auto reply in an email. Um, most people ignore them anyway, because you can say you're on vacation, they'll still send another email saying, did you get my message? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I did. Well, actually my, my email did. I didn't look at it because I was on vacation, but it, it, there's so many different, it, it's, we're still in the infancy stage. Like you said, it's, you know, for us, you know, being able to use the technology for us, it's been about a year. And it, it, it's mind-boggling on, on the prospects of what this is going to do. But again, I, I love your point. So, you know, treat it as a, you know, a junior employee does a pretty good job. They're pretty intelligent, but, you know, sometimes they may not have 
the right information they're presenting. So, you know, take care on that and because you don't want to put something out there that isn't true and you want it to be yeah. valid and, and, and make it sound like you, you know, put a little extra effort in there and add some personal touch. Um, and again, AI can learn all of that for you, but still, you know, maybe change a couple things around and, and just make it match up. But it, again, even when you said, uh, you know, a couple of minutes ago about just, you know, the sales process and narrowing things down. There's so many opportunities to just streamline that would take weeks and months now can be done in minutes. Yep. So you can focus like, all right, I'm just dealing with tier one people. And once I work through that list, okay, I can look at tier two. But if again, you've had that engagement that really connects with that audience, my hunch is open rates are going to be up a little higher because it's it's more unique to that individual and they're going to be like like you said before oh yeah they actually did a little research on me they know that i used to work at uh, stellantis or i used to work at ibm and you know the nuances of you know those two different industries and it's like okay let's have a talk with this person then you're then you're halfway there at least yeah Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and just like the last thing I'll say about, you know, you said it's still, it's still in its infancy. The, one of the most amazing things about the Harvard study that I referenced before and all those benefits is that every, like they only use chat GPT, which is a great tool, but it is by far the least powerful tool that's available on the market. Imagine if they would have used Bard or Copy AI or Jasper or Character or all these other, you know, Claude and Anthropic, all these other like really powerful tools that are also up to date data and all that. I mean, those numbers would have been through the roof. So I think that, you know, I think you're right. There's a lot we can do now, but the potential is just incredible. And we're not talking 10 years from now, five years. We're talking about two months from now, what's going to be happening with this. It's amazing. It's fun times to be the pioneers in this. And I've loved this conversation and definitely will have you back because it's it's gonna be fun to see, you know, where things have changed just from you know today. And like I said, you know, months down the road or even another year from now, it's gonna be like, wow, yeah, we remember those infancy days and you know, the you know, first few <laughs> versions of chat GPT, and we're like, uh, okay. Yeah, that thing, you know, didn't even give me current data. Now it's like this is data that was released this morning at 9:30 in the morning and it's already giving me a report to put out. It, it, the, the the opportunities are endless for all of this stuff. So, Zach, where can people find out more about you and all this amazing work you're doing? Yeah, so check us out on who is GCM. So our company's Giglio Communications and Marketing GCM. So who is gcm.com is our website. We have a lot of info about what we're doing there. And then we also have a, a, we launched a few weeks ago, our AI and marketing newsletter on LinkedIn. So you can find us on LinkedIn. And that's, I think, pretty helpful. We've gotten really good responses from that. We put out some blog posts and, and I'm on LinkedIn and always happy to kind of talk about this stuff. Awesome. And I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So Zach, always good talking with you. Really appreciate you and all this amazing work you're doing in this space. It's, it's game changing for all of us. So thank you so much for your time today. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.